0: We read all the Little House on the Prairie books. And, you know, homeschoolers, like, really, like, when they do something, they, like, really do it, you know? And, you know, like, every week it was like, oh, we were, like, making the the food that they, like, had in this chapter of the book. Or, like, it was just very, like, all out. We all got the Little House on the Prairie dresses, and we went and stayed and covered wagons. Like, to me, I think about that and it makes me laugh so hard because I think it's just so funny that like, we like paid money to either like make or buy these outfits and then (laughs) stayed in the covered wagons.
1: Lauren Davies is 21 years old. Homeschooled in Los Angeles, California, Ballet dominated her life up until the age of 18, when, on track to become a professional ballerina, training at the Bolshoi Ballet Academy in Russia, an injury combined with burnout set her on a new path. In this episode, we discuss passion, the benefits of being well-rounded, and what it was like to experience traditional schooling for the first time in a language that she did not know. This is Homeschoolers, All Grown Up. Can you sort of describe what your childhood
0: looked like? So I think my mom always had an idea in her head that she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. She took me to a preschool, and I was there for like two days. And I was like, this this is not happening. I was just not a very like social little kid and very much like a mommy's little girl. So she, I think she was very excited about that in some ways. So yeah, so she decided then after like two days of preschool to homeschool me up until I believe it was like second or third grade. It was very just like not traditional schooling at home. You know, it was more like going to museums or having like just interesting life experiences for someone who's like five years old. It wasn't there was never like pressure to I have to read or know this math equation, or it was less about, yeah, traditional schooling and more just about having fun childhood experiences. And then, I yeah, I was like eight years old, which is what, second, third, third grade. Yeah, third grade. We joined a a charter school, which kind of set up like certain standards and education that I had to meet. I think that was helpful for me because I think I do kind of thrive on meeting deadlines or standards and being, like, judged in certain ways. So, But even with, like, meeting or having to meet, like, certain standards in a traditional, like, education, there was a lot of untraditional things going on, too. You know, just a lot of, like, co-ops and you know, going on vacations when it should have been school time and which I think has totally benefited me, like all those life experiences at a young age, I think definitely made me, um, like into a very independent and like real world smart versus just, um, always being in a classroom and never experiencing like the real world and people just beyond your peers. Can you tell me more about what your
1: social life was like during that time?
0: So I was actually really lucky from like the very beginning because when I was about a year old at like some sort of mommy and me class I met two of my best friends to this day and all of our moms became really close at that point and kind of all decided to homeschool us. So having that like built-in friendship from the very beginning, like no matter what else happened in my social life, there was always these two girls that, you know, we grew up together. And for me, I was not, I'm not like antisocial, but I'm definitely introverted. I've never been the most like outgoing social person and that like doesn't bother me that's fine especially like now as an adult I really don't care. Probably most of my social life came from dance though or at least social life that I think benefited me the most especially in high school it was a bit of a different story but like elementary and middle school I was pretty much the only kid that was homeschooled in a class of you know I had 15-20 other girls in the class And I never felt like I was weird because I was homeschooled or like they, no one ever made me feel bad for being homeschooled. And I think socializing with kids who were not homeschooled was really good for me and helped build certain social skills. Because, you know, I think a lot of homeschoolers can be very um, dependent on their parents and families. And so I think having, and usually a parent was always kind of around in, like, a homeschool hangout sort of situation. And so I think with dance, the fact that there usually, you know, wasn't a mom, like, hanging around trying to be, like, best friends with everyone definitely was good for me and, like, helped me kind of form some independence from my family, and from, like, just being a homeschooler. So I definitely uh, really value that part of my life. So what age did you start dancing? I started dancing when I was three years old. I took my first ballet class. But obviously, like, when you're that little, it's just, like, for fun. And not really something like my mom put me into expecting it to kind of become my life. So it was, yeah, just for fun, probably until I was about eight or nine years old when I really, really got into it to the point where it really kind of overtook my life. Like, even if I wasn't at the dance studio, I was watching ballet videos or I was doing a performance for my parents in the living room or stretching. Like, it was just... It became very obsessive. And so at that point, at eight or nine, I, I mean, I was probably only dancing or taking classes like three or four times a week for like an hour. And then when I was 10 years old, I, I got my first pair of point shoes, which was a very big step for me. I was very excited. and I also switched uh, dance studios to train with a smaller school and in like a more intimate setting. And that really kind of switched everything. I was training like six days a week, three or four hours every day. And I decided at that point, like, this is what I want to do with my life. This is, I want to be a ballerina. And my parents were so supportive of it. They, they did everything they could for me to like make that happen. Neither of them like ever took a dance class in their life. So they didn't really know, I think going into it, how intense and time consuming it would be. So up until high school, it was yeah, like six days a week, three or four hours a day. My mom would drive me to ballet and sit in the car for three hours while <laughs> I did ballet. And so it was a huge commitment for everyone for me to do this and then in high school I we switched to um, online education because at that point I was also switching dance studios where my classes because I was doing an uh, online education my classes started at twelve thirty, and then I was there at the dance studio till uh, eight o'clock so that was Monday through Friday it was like that I would spend like three four hours in the morning doing school online high school was really just all up to me my parents were like this is your thing like it's up to you to like get it done and you know i was i really kind of didn't care about high school i was like just bs my way through it so that i can go do ballet that was how it was for me i got good grades but i probably should have spent more time like on school So it was, yeah, three, four hours in the morning, and then ballet was my whole day after that. It was also different because up until high school, like, no one in my ballet class, like, I was the only homeschooler. But then once I was in high school and I switched to this new dance studio because of the the hours, it being 1230 to 8, pretty much everyone then in that program also did online high school. So it wasn't, I wasn't the, like, odd man out being the only one that that didn't go to regular high school. So that was kind of nice.
1: So obviously you didn't grow up sort of in the regulation of public school, but then you Mm -hmm. chose to grow up within this strict world of ballet. Do you think that being a dancer and choosing to be in sort of that stricter world set you apart from all your homeschooled peers that were sort of less disciplined?
0: I think that for me... Well, first of all, I've, dance did give me a sense of discipline. It also gave me a life away from my parents. And, like, I absolutely love my parents, and I have a super close relationship with them. But I felt really independent because of it. I Because of dance, I would spend summers away from home. I was not with my parents all the time, which I think benefits me now as an adult. I think, to me, homeschooling was good for me because I did ballet. If I didn't do ballet, I I hope that I would have gone to regular school, at least for high school. Because I think the socialization outside of the homeschool community is something that I think is really important for anyone. And I think you see with a lot of homeschoolers who are kind of confined to this bubble world, there's not a lot of like, growth, or once they're an adult, it's hard for them to break away and, like, be their own person away from their family or this, like, group of people they've known their whole lives, which I think is great. I still have a lot of friends that I've known forever, but now I also have the ability to, like, make friends and be social with people that I'm just meeting now that come from totally different backgrounds than me. And I think without dance, I would not have had those same skills or ability to, to live my life that way. Do you
1: think that sense of independence that you had played a role in you deciding to go to Russia?
0: Totally. I remember when I got invited to go there, I was never afraid to be without my parents and it's hard to say like if that's also just my personality or like if the fact that i had kind of in some cases been forced to be independent from them like shaped that but yeah there was never any doubt in my brain that i was going and my parents were super supportive of that decision and did everything they needed to do to like make that happen also the homeschooling because of it, it I was able to graduate a semester early so that I could go to Russia without having to worry about, like, all my online classes. Because it was basically dance all day, plus I had some academic classes in Russian, which was a lot and very inten- I couldn't imagine having to also, on top of all of that, worry about my final semester of high school. Can you tell me more about the program in Russia? No one spoke English. None of the teachers spoke English. But ballet or dance in some ways, like it's kind of a cliche, but they say it's like a universal language. And in some ways it is like there's words that you hear like after a week, you hear them like every day in class. And I couldn't really tell you, like, what they mean in English now. But then I, like, even, like, I just knew what what they were saying and knew what they meant. But I, I totally remember my first day there. We had an acting class in Russian. And I didn't speak any Russian. And the teacher comes in and just starts, like, blabbing away. It was my first class there, first day there. And I was like, I have made the biggest mistake of my life coming here. It was so horrible. And somehow, I don't know, it eventually just started to to click. And we had uh, four days a week, three hour Russian language classes. We also had to take um, art and dance history in Russian. You know, just being out in the city, it was only speaking Russian like I did in high school. I did three years of French. I, I could not tell you how to say anything in French beyond like the absolute basics. But, like, being there and just being, like, thrown into it, I learned a lot. Like, I would never say I was, like, fluent, but I could really understand it. I could read it. Having a conversation was kind of hard, but I somehow made it work. I I thought it would be really hard for me, like, the Russian language classes and the art and dance history in Russian just because I had never really been in like a classroom. We had our little desks and like, it looked like a schoolroom, and we had homework. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I've never, you know, I've had like ballet and dance teachers, but like someone that's not my mom or my best friend's mom teaching me was scary. Like that was, and in a whole other language. So that was, you know, something that was kind of scary for me at first, but it eventually like started to feel normal. I think living and moving to Russia was the best experience but also in some ways the worst but one of the best experiences in like shaping who I am and just like again my independence from just being like a homeschooler and from my parents that was that was a really good experience to have and also at such a young age like I was only 17 When I was there. So it was a crazy experience. What
1: factors led into you deciding to come back home?
0: So it was pretty much that I went there from January to the end of June. And that was like the semester length. And while I was there, about halfway, I injured my back pretty badly. But the way it works in Russia is you just carry on, you don't tell that you're in pain. We also had exams, and I really, really didn't wanna miss out on those. So I just pretended like nothing was wrong and just worked through a really injured back. And so when I came home, I was in a lot of pain physically, um, but also mentally. I think uh, people don't realize that um, there's just a lot of standards you have to meet And it's super competitive. So mentally, I was beyond exhausted, even more than physically. And I had planned to go back. Then in September, like that is three months later, to do the final two semesters to graduate. So that was the original plan. But then I just decided I didn't want to do it anymore like the thought of going back just really I couldn't do it and I also I mean beyond just not being happy or like feeling passionate or loving dance anymore my body just was really worn out so that's kind of how dance came to a close for me and it was really hard like that was one of the like lowest (laughs) most depressed moments of my life I felt so lost Like just dance was who I had been my whole life and I just turned 18 and I was like I have no idea who I am as a person everyone that I'd known in my life like associated me with ballet like I'm Lauren the ballet girl
1: you definitely had this sort of unique and clear trajectory throughout your whole childhood pursuing dance Mm -hmm. how are you dealing with sort of the ambiguity of it all now
0: I quickly jumped into holistic nutrition. So I, I found that this program, this school that does like integrative nutrition. And I was like, you know, I like food. I like helping people. I'll just do this. Like, this is what I can do. So I did, I went to school for that. And I'm now, I have a certification in nutrition consultation. I've found something that I feel like equally passionate about as to what I felt for dance for a long time but I also I kind of learned my lesson with ballet and I don't make any one thing like my personality so I feel like a more like well-rounded person.
1: Do you ever think about or did you ever think about attending college or like a really formal higher education or was that never on the table for you?
0: You know I, I don't know why I've never thought of a regular, like, university or formal college education. And it was never really brought up by my parents. And, like, obviously, it's not too late. Like, if I... I would be older than probably a lot of people. But I don't know necessarily, like, what I would want to go to university for at this point.
1: Outside of ballet dominating your life, do you have any regrets about the way that you grew up?
0: I think the only thing... And this is if my life had not gone in, like, the dance direction or, like, at high school, I had been like, you know what, actually, dance isn't for me. I don't want to do that anymore. I hope that I would have gone to regular school or that my parents would have pushed me to do that. But I kind of have the feeling that that wouldn't have happened. But I think I would have regretted that a lot if I had not done dance and like just been homeschooled so that's like a regret of something that like didn't you know if Mm -hmm. life had been different but the way my life was I don't think I have any regrets why do you think you would have wanted to go to high school me as a person I can be pretty like unmotivated I really strongly believe that for homeschooling to like be a beneficial thing you have to be really passionate about Some sort of art form or dance or photography, music, like to be homeschooled and be kind of like lost or not knowing what, regardless of if it's like what you do with your life, but just having something that you spend a lot of time doing and maybe it gives you some sort of like social interaction If you don't have that, I don't think it can really benefit you. Like, I think you just kind of turn into, like, someone who plays, like, video games all the time. And maybe that's, like, a stereotype, but that's just, like, kind of what I think of. Can
1: you identify times in your life so far where having been homeschooled has ended up being an asset for you?
0: I think one of the things that I really loved about homeschooling, and again, maybe this is, like, just my personality naturally and... Maybe homeschooling affected it. Maybe it didn't, but I have always found that I prefer talking to people who are older than me than people my age. Like I, I love talking to people's parents and to this day, like I feel very comfortable in situations and like, yes, I'm an adult now, but like I'm a young adult and it doesn't, I don't feel like nervous going into any sort of situation where I have to talk to adults. So I think that that was something definitely that like homeschooling, I think, affected in my life just because there were so many opportunities to talk to adults who weren't like your math teacher or like it was a very like comfortable setting. And also with homeschooling, I think having friends in such a like age range versus just like your seventeen all of your friends are 17 like you might have friends who are two years older than you or two years younger than you and and I think in homeschooling too like I've talked about it as being like a a little like bubble where everyone's the same but that's really not true I think there's a lot of different perspectives and different people and you know you learn a lot from a lot of different people and like different personalities and knowing how to deal with different people has helped me in my life a lot.